Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Welcome back to more to it. The show that takes a deep dive into the biggest stories in sports, entertainment, and culture. Start with headline news and then journey deeper conversations always finding those life lessons that are presented in every single story i'm your host marcel swally that dude over here still bang banging with y'all man love for you guys big heartfelt love because uh a whole lot of good is going on right now so you know us gotta show you that love we're gonna start it again reset as coach used to say don't get bored with success what you mean coach he said if it worked just rinse and repeat it so damn it Friday Swagger Way, here comes another book. Uh, last week's winner was Jeremiah Taylor. This week, it could be you. Oh, just like on game shows, right? And we still got our 100K giveaway. When's the exact day and time? We're going over 100K. We picked up like 1,000 over the weekend. And look, we are at 96.6 something. So we are almost there. Might be this week, man. You can get those playing cards right there. Or you can get this straight out of Jersey. Sucker here lighting it up because it's a lightning bolt from the old school San Diego Chargers. That won't even exist anymore. So now let's talk about what we always start to show off with. What's up with that dude? Okay. I went to an amazing dinner. Now, y'all probably thinking on a grand scale, some crazy stuff. Nah, this is something we all can do. We all need to do. I went to a friend's house that invited us as a couple, my wife and I, and two other couples sat down, had tacos. But you know what the purpose of it was? Was to really just energize their Rolodex, energize their network. People that you always know, but you don't always see, right? And the two people they invited were their neighbors living five years across from somebody. And I think they've seen each other like three times. You know, it's always like, hey, 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 hey. Then finally like, look, let's break bread. Okay, so they invited two of their neighbors and us. So obviously we wouldn't have anything in common in knowing them. Walked in, what's up, what's up? Then you start breaking bread and breaking that ice. Long story short, um, one guy is a hugely successful lawyer out here in Los Angeles. So successful, he got his own social media. I was cracking up. Um, that was funny. And then the other guy and his couple, they were into real estate on a major scale, on a major level. So that was fun. And you know me and you know my wife. So 
it was just great to see us by the end of the night. We all exchanging numbers. Oh, we got to play pickleball. Oh, we got to go hang out. Oh, we got to, you know, it's one of those things. But none of that happens if you just don't simply put it on the calendar and invite a couple people. I have come a long way because I would never, ever thought of doing this before because I am the type that when I don't see you, but I know you, I'm going to invite all of y'all. We're going to have a big old grand like Playboy Mansion looking party, except without the Playmates. But when, you know, hundreds of people, I like it like that. My wife used to always argue me, baby, that's not intimate. You're not even talking to anybody. It's just hi, 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 hi. Might as well not even invite them because you're not even going to get into their lives and vice versa. So I have come a long way to actually enjoying those type of things. Make sure y'all do it as well. Trust me, it is rewarding and fulfilling. Also, the next night I went to the spot. It was a birthday for my homeboy's wife. So she's my homegirl, but you know, always got to pay that respect. My homeboy's wife. So we show, I know, first of all, he was the man in high school. My boy, Big Roos, the man, like triple OG status. First pretty boy I ever looked up to. Like, he just had him just from hello. Girls love this butt. Still to this day, big old dude. And his wife, who is the true homie right there. So we show up. I know who's going to be there. Them types. <laughs> I was like, all right. All right, Marcellus. Put the lion in the cage and throw away the key and hide it. Don't let them find you or else I'll be streaking looking for KFC, right? So anyway, I go to this party. And of course, my eyes are just like amazed. I mean, good Lord, the world keeps spinning and boy, you keep grinning because pretty girls everywhere. My homeboy there, we pounded a couple makers and diets, love and life. That was an amazing. The best part about it was they played old school hip hop. That means all them youngsters, all them pretty girls and all them pretty boys. And, you know, they want to go out there and just be on the IG and do all that little corny stuff. Nah, this was old school hip hop, baby. You had to go out there, have fun, party, and we had a blast. All right, y'all. They ain't playing any of that bubblegum rap there. They ain't playing any of that candy rap. And speaking of candy, <laughs> look at my man DK Metcalf. Uh, he revealed his diet, and it was full of candy. Caught Kevin Garnett off guard. So he has one secret ingredient to his diet and his success. Bags and bags of candy. Racks and racks and racks of candy. So... He talked about his diet with Kevin Garnett on the Showtime Show KG certified. And um, out of curiosity, because you know Garnett's interviewing him, and you just got to keep it real. This is the one thing about podcasts that is a little different than scripted TV or question Q&A TV is because you can go off the rails in time, but who cares what time, you know? And Kevin Garnett just looking at DK with all them damn muscles. He probably like, man, this dude got to eat like pure lamb every single morning, right? And he was like, so uh, tell me about your diet, big dog. I'm kind of curious about your eating schedule. And he said, talk about how important nutrition is. Nutrition's huge. Even leading them to the answer, like nutrition's huge, right? <laughs> Metcalf said, uh, I'm probably the worst person to ask that, homie. I'm a candy type person. I eat one meal a day, drink one coffee, and eat like three full bags of candy. Kaboom, right? So shock. Garnett dives deeper into it. He's like, what? Man, define bags of candy. Jelly beans? Nah, see, I'm a gummy type of guy, he said. So you get lifesavers. Garnett cut him off and was like, dog, come on, man, stop. Stop, come on, hold on, stop. Like, he couldn't believe it in disbelief. Because when you see somebody that jacked, immediately to make yourself feel better first. Don't act like you're so damn curious. Everybody knows how to eat right. Like, 
We had to learn what was at the, the food table when we were growing up, the four nutrition groups, which don't really work, food groups, which don't work. Don't, don't follow that. Yo ass be fat. But everybody knows what it takes to really be lean. So when you're asking, all you're trying to do is hear somebody who has an insane sacrifice or dedication to their diet that you don't have. So then you can be like, oh, if I did that, I look like that too. That's all you're doing. You ain't slick. So he did that. And Metcalf said, all right, I'll take you through my, my diet from yesterday. So yesterday I woke up, worked out, worked out again. <laughs> Boss. Came home, showered. I'm hungry, ran to Starbucks, got a quick coffee. That's going to hold me to 4 or 5 o'clock. This is 12. It's noon, he's talking about. It's going to hold me for like four hours, around 4.30. Order some candy and a water. <laughs> he ordered water. Got the Skittles gummies. Then I got the Lifesaver Creations. They're the same size bag, so I just mix them, get the gummy, get the candy, get the water, eat that. That's going to hold me to like 8 o'clock. I'm having dinner at 8 or 9. Then I eat dinner, go to sleep. I'm a candy eater, big dog. So after that shock, you know, they just had to move on to the next subject. Like, bruh, I look better than you. One, I'm younger, but I look better than y'all because I just got that DNA. I just got that metabolism. And it's not hurting him, this candy diet, because obviously the dude's a pro bowler and a star receiver for the Seahawks last four years out there beasting. So the first question we need to ask ourselves is a simple one. It's one of those like thought experiment questions, but it's really simple. Would he be a better player with a better diet? Because everyone thinks yes, yes, but it's not that simple, right? Because if you ever talk to someone who's had their blood type actually linked to their diet, there are certain people out here that can eat things that you would deem uh, or wrong or not going to help them, and it's actually okay with them, and vice versa. I'll give you an example. One of my friends can't eat chicken. Like, Chicken, like if he eats chicken, he actually gets bloated and he has all kind of intestinal issues, right? And it's not like he's allergic to chicken. He was eating chicken forever. But what the problem was, it wasn't contributing to his best optimal health. So he always had a layer or two. Looked a little chunkier than he had to. Went to the damn nutritionist and the dietitian basically said, you cut that chicken out, you're going to be fine. And sucker lost 20 pounds cutting out chicken. So all I'm saying is I played with guys before insanely yoked guys like me. I look all right. It's you know Shannon Sharp to me. You know how Shannon Sharp look now and he older than me and he looked like man. He was at that golf tournament. Y'all just go to his IG. I ain't seen that many muscles on somebody over 50 in my life. So it's the difference between that and this. But I have not done the blood type link just yet. So I knowing I'm eating something that I probably think is good for me. That is actually bad for me. Greg Jones, you guys remember Greg Jones? Look him up. Former running back from Florida State. Yokest guy I've ever seen with my eyeballs playing the game of football. Um, let's just say, Greg, I've seen him before pound a triple bacon cheeseburger classic combo from Wendy's and still have six packs on six packs to the next level. Even when I was in the league, when I was yoked up. I love Cheetos and Hawaiian Punch. It wasn't going nowhere. Everybody come over my house, him, him, her, her, whoever it was, <laughs> bodies, bodies, bodies. Everybody come over there like, damn, Wally. What was that from? Cheetos and Hawaiian Punch every damn day. I was like, hell yeah. Six pack on six pack, just random like that. So even growing up, I used to smash a steak. Of course, you think that'll keep you lean. But the baked potato and the french fries with it, and I mean both of them, <laughs> but I still had that back, back, back. 
just like that. It's just crazy. You can say metabolism, but there's a little more to that equation. So now I'm trying to get to that place. Now I know I can't eat candy because I'm just going to be, hey, 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 hey. I just can't do it. But I know what I can do. Intermittent fasting works for me. Say what you want. I don't need to eat breakfast and I don't. Intermittent fasting and then I'll have one meal a day. So my now schedule when I'm disciplined, when I'm on it, let me not lie to y'all, say I do it every day. It's simple as this. I don't eat breakfast, have me a shake, and then have some tacos with ketchup for dinner. Y'all may laugh at that, but that is actually a leaner meal than most. It's only like 40 grams of carbs in there and less than a thousand calories. Not bad for the big 18-wheeler over here. So is DK's diet the worst diet y'all ever heard? Like, I know y'all didn't imagine this sucker really went that far to eating like that, but do y'all think if he ate better, he'll play better? Because sometimes you can have that thought experiment or not. And do you think his candy diet is going to catch up to him in a negative way? Of course you're going to say yes, but when you think that's going to happen? Because so far, no signs of it. Yeah, yeah. Love for you guys out there for supporting your boys. So we're going to have that Friday swag away. Who going to get it this week? Get that book. Never shut up. Also got the cards right here. Right here. Oh, look at that. That's me turning the corner. Finna get busy. And we got right here the Hershey jersey, right? I always like saying Hershey jersey. I don't know why. It's just kind of rhymes, I guess. All right, right there. This jersey right there could be yours. Guess when we going over 100K. We had 96.6 somewhere in that world. Ooh. This week, it might happen right now. Let's go. Help, help, help. Let's get it. All right, speaking of somebody who got some help and actually took advantage of it, supposedly, is the Browns, Deshaun Watson. His GM says he's in a really good place. Deshaun says that the suspension changed me. All right, get into this story real quick before I let y'all know what I think about it. So Andrew Barry, who is the Browns GM, said at the opening of training camp, I think this is going to be a big year for him professionally and personally. We think he's in great shape physically. He's been really good on the field, and I love what he's done off the field. So very excited about him. So Watson said he's in a different space now compared with last year. Oh, we all don't even need to imagine that. We know that's facts. He feels really well, feels really good, comfortable being around the guys, the locker room, the coaching staff, the organization, and just the city of Cleveland. So having an opportunity to go into the season with a full offseason locked in, focused, it definitely feels good. And I want to continue to keep channeling and cherishing all that energy and positive energy that's been spread around this organization. Let me stop right there. Because he said comfortable being around the guys. Now, this is the thing that I've always known and wondered. When will he be completely comfortable? My answer is never. Now, let me tell you why I say never. For the rest of his life, because it's a part of his legacy, his grandkids will know this. Deshaun Watson will be known in some part, some degree, as the guy who went through all of these sexual assault allegations, correct? Sexual harassment allegations. Like, there's no way you ever are going to cleanse your palate, your mental mindset towards looking at Deshaun Watson and purely only seeing a football player. You're going to think about this as well to some degree, right? Don't believe me? Even when Kobe Bryant, the great, passed away, immediately there was a bum rush of people, a population that went right back to his sexual assault case. It's just the way the game goes. I'll talk more about that later. So the thing about it was like, damn, Deshaun, 
Are you comfortable last year? Obviously not, because every time you see somebody, you can say, hey, how you doing, McDonald? Oh, what's up, brother? Somewhere in your head, you get triggered if he's not even say if he's if he takes a little longer to say what's up. Or if he walks in the room and doesn't speak first. Or he just talking to you like, what's up, man? Okay, you've been good. What you been up to? And you thinking he just want to know about that case. That's the game that he has to play mentally now. All right. So let's talk about the 11 game suspension he had to serve last year and how it changed him. Even though he didn't elaborate on how or why, because obviously he's not trying to redig up those bodies that he buried. He said the whole situation changed me in a situation where I just had to lock in on myself. Facts channel and really know who I'm surrounding myself with and just really who's going to be there and support me even when I'm at my lowest point in the last few years were definitely my lowest point in my life. But that's part of life. I just grow from it. I learn from it. I continue to move forward and push forward and continue to show my real character, my personality and who I am. His real personality said, okay, that's the way you have to say it, but that's obviously not the way you feel it. And that's not the way you had to process it. Because when you look at this, this wasn't a situation of who he surrounded himself with. Like, you know, I'm very particular, especially when someone's showing contrition to kind of get a, a, get a guide or a read on how they're really feeling. And when you listen to him and when you read through it, that him saying, ah, it's around who I was around. I got to make sure I'm smarter, et cetera, like that. It's not the core of this issue. Some of the symptoms came from that, but the illness, the issue was not who you were around. It's who you were when you were around them. Just be careful there. All right. So he also talked about some of the other things that's going on in his life. He addressed the team sharing personal details from his life. Things that people don't really get to hear about, especially last year. It's been the media directing and narrating something else. His life. His story has been kind of overshadowed, right? So he settled 23 lawsuits that were filed against him, sexual assault, misconduct, allegations. Two more lawsuits still remain active. Okay, now I'm about to take y'all back to take y'all forward on this story right here. Let's just talk in general, right? <clears throat> the only thing the media loves more than tearing someone down is building them up. Be real about that. Nothing better than a fall from grace except a redemption story. Like, we love those, right? We eat those up. All right. But this situation was interesting because it was so avoidable in two ways that are blatant to me and pretty obvious, I think, to you. One, don't put yourself in that compromised situation. I ain't saying don't mess around with your massage therapist. Raise your hand if you ever messed around with your massage therapist when you were in the NFL. <laughs> hey, bro, come on, y'all. Y'all better stop playing with me. Uh, if you did in the NFL more than once, raise both hands. Like, come on, man. I'm telling you that. I'll give y'all the real later because this ain't about me right now. It's about helping Deshaun and knowing what Deshaun went through. Don't put yourself in that compromising position and that many damn times because now you're just rolling the dice. You're playing around. You're betting against the house that many times. Sooner or later, you're going to crap out. That's one. But two, when you get caught, when you got caught up, the first one reaches out on the low, low, right? Hey, Deshaun, I ain't tripping. I, ain't tri I think it was $30,000. Don't quote me. It was no more than a hundred. I think she got from 30 to a hundred. First reach out. Hey, I can make this go away for 30. I remember having this conversation with Emmanuel Acho off air 
because Acho knows Deshaun very well because he knows David Mulligella, who I know, but they really know each other. So I was like, oh, I said, man, look, settle now. I knew that he had that offer. I was like, settle, settle. Because what happens is the winds, I'm talking about gusty winds will pick up in conversation and narrative form if you allow that first domino to fall. You allow one person to come out in public and say that, somebody else was like, oh, let me read about that story. Oh, that's interesting. Not too far from where I was with Deshaun. I was in that position before. Whether they tell the truth or not, bruh, now these dominoes start to fall. I remember saying that. I was like, dog, if he don't let this first one off, he don't get this one out the way, they gonna all start talking, and who knows what comes from that. I didn't expect 23 lawsuits um, and all that, but I did know it was gonna get much, much worse and much more expensive. Okay, now how did he get in this position? Because these women were all feeling dissed. Dissed, yes, I said dissed. Disappointed and disrespected. First one's disappointed. That comes a lot from the dudes lying, expectations absurd, whatever it may be. We not on the same page. I don't even have to lie. You can just be thinking more about it. Whatever that is, disappointed is you expected something and it wasn't realized. Okay, that's part one. Part two is the disrespect. The disrespect is if you believe the details of this, you expecting, anticipating that it's going to be all good with them just because, hey, I'm Deshaun Watson, or hey, I got all this money, or hey, who going to say no? And if you say no, do you really mean no, etc.? We know that road as well. So disappointed and disrespected. They felt dissed. So in a situation like this, all of a sudden, you look up, and one of them said, that didn't go so well for me. Now, People have this wrong understanding of settlement. They always think settlement means guilt. No, settlement means I am going to now pay so I can get my time back. And when I get my time back, I will get my peace of mind back and I will get back to the money which I am focused on. If you don't settle, then all of a sudden you're going to be in a tug of war. You're going to be eaten up alive from the inside in conversation and thought about this instance. I can't believe they're doing this to me. I ain't do nothing wrong, blah, blah, blah. Not saying you don't fight for your name, but you fight smart, not hard. <laughs> you fight the smartest way. And in this situation, I never thought this was the smartest way. There are a lot of celebrities who have settled. Some you know, some you don't. Because they're like, dog. You know how much his workout bonuses are? Like he can go in a weight room, bench press one set, get up and say, that's $30,000. That could have paid that settlement off and then no more about this conversation. I hear y'all. Y'all like, how you know somebody else ain't going to do that? Whatever y'all going to say, add it up. Was it going to be the same amount as this? No. Worse, was it going to cost him his name like it did, like it has, like it will forever? Come on, y'all. That's the situation. So, hey, I wasn't in this group of counsel. I said it on air. I said it to the people that knew him, etc. It is what it is. But there's nothing more disturbing to me as a person, especially if he's innocent, which I don't believe he is. But, hey, who am I? Uh, but there's nothing more disturbing than his name being in that position, locked in as the guy who committed these or at least settled for these, which stains your brain all the way through when this could have been 
swept under the rug and he could have continued getting to that money and getting that ball on. So it's just an interesting conversation. I love to see what you guys think about it in those comments. So do you believe Watson's comments, right? Did the whole situation change him? How are you guys feeling about that situation? And the fact that his life for real has been overshadowed by this. I have not talked or thought about Deshaun Watson in the last two, three years outside of this, except when he did come back and he didn't look at his best. What was it? Seven touchdowns, five interceptions, 58% completion percentage, not Deshaun Watson. Hopefully everything has settled down. Everything is in his past and he does have peace of mind so he can focus on that grind. Ooh, yeah, yeah. Been doing them push-ups. I'm getting in tighter. I got a big weekend coming up. I'm going to let y'all know later what I'm about to do, but it's going down, and I'm going to show the world what I'm working with. Hopefully, they look and laugh, or they love what they see. Laugh at me. I don't give a damn, because I, I got that built-in excuse. Oh, I used to play ball. So they're like, oh, you're not that fat, because they always expect football players to just fall off. I ain't fall off. I just tripped a little bit, right? But Sometimes every now and then somebody look at me like, damn, you look good. And I'll be like, you ain't got to lie, Craig. You ain't got to lie. Here we go right here. Never shut up. This book, Friday Swagaway, hook you up. Also our 100K cards right here. Oh, or this jersey right here from the San Diego Superchargers. Now, they used to play that song every damn game. It was cornbread out there, but I still got my ball on. All right, y'all. We got to get into this topic right here. Stephen A. Smith wants Shannon Sharp on first take and is saying, I am not hiding my interest. All right, so we know Shannon reached that buyout agreement with FS1 last month, completed his divorce from Skip Bayless. Ah, uh, did he take half? I don't know. But uh, it's, now Stephen A. has been open uh, for a minute now, but really hammered it home about attempting to recruit Shannon Sharp, the Pro Football Hall of Famer, to first take. And since he's ramping it up recently, it's at a point now that it feels like, tell me if I'm wrong, that if they don't get Shannon Sharp on first take, it may feel like a failure. It may look like it's a problem instead of just a normal recruit, right? Let's talk through it. So he said, make no mistake about it. I'm not apologizing to a damn show. I want Shannon Sharp on first take and I aim to get him. We are talking to him and I'm hopeful very hopeful, very confident that ultimately we'll be announcing sooner than later that he will be on first take. All right, so he kind of laughed at the, the whole notion that he needs to be quiet through these negotiations, which I love and salute him for because I, I hated that. Like, you got something big on the line that's going to affect you ultimately the most. Like, if first take falls off, ESPN going to be like, damn, we got to do another show. But who going to feel it the most? Stephen A. Smith. ESPN going to make another show. Stephen A. Smith going to have to find another gig, do another thing, and then also have that negative thing on his resume, right? So you ain't bigger than the machine. So Stephen A. is like, dog, people be telling me to be quiet when reality is I need to go out there and fight for what's mine, which is first take. Love that about him. He said that him and the honchos at ESPN, the conversations will remain ongoing. All this politically correct stuff and being quiet, I want Shannon Sharp on first take, okay? Period. I love that. He wants his brother at first take. I want him as part of the ESPN family, and I want to have a shinier, shinier light placed on him than a few of the times that we last saw him. Oh, 
I'm not throwing shade on anybody. Yes, you are. That's why you went there. <laughs> I love it. Boy, we tell on ourselves. I told y'all, you just listen to people. They'll tell on themselves. You throwing shade? It's okay to throw shade. It's okay. All right? Especially not him and especially not my man Skip Bayless. Nobody mentioned their names. <laughs> uh, but what happened? Happened. It was for public consumption. Yeah, so it's okay. Throw your shade. I'm going to throw it with you. All right. I not only want them for first take, I want them for our network. Because I consider Shannon Sharp an asset. And I'm not here to throw shade on any other show, on any other network. But I think with a talent like that, I don't think you let somebody like that walk out the door. So now the shade is going from <laughs> skip to FS1. Like, basically, I ain't mad at it. Okay, so in this situation, he says, somebody else is lost. I intend for it to be my game. I sincerely hope and pray that ESPN works it out. Brother's going to work it out. Where's that from? Y'all ain't going to get that one. But more importantly, I expect them to. So Smith maintains that he wants first take to feature rotating cast members and debate partners, of which he expects Shannon Sharp to be a part of. We already discussed before, is that a promotion or a demotion? Or a lateral move, I guess, to go from FS1 to ESPN, but in a rotating circuit versus having your own show. Y'all tell me. All right, so getting a pro football Hall of Famer with all them muscles named Shannon Sharp would certainly require more than when they were offering. Remember when they gave Chris Russo Mad Dog 10K per episode? Ah, let's just say that ain't going to work. Why? Because even if he worked every single week, once a week, how much money is that, y'all? Go! Oh, not enough for Shannon Sharp. <laughs> Just letting y'all know right there. It ain't enough. Okay, so uh, y'all keep the score on Stephen A. Smith. I want y'all to just know this. Stephen A. Smith right now is playing a masterful game of chess. Oh, I heard y'all out there. Y'all trying to say I ain't know that number. 520,000. All right, 520K. Okay, good. Whatever. All right, here we go. Stephen A. Smith, walk with me, y'all. He playing some chess, y'all. He playing some good chess, dude. I don't even know how to play chess, and I hate when people say that because I always feel dumb because I don't know how to play chess, but I know what they mean. All right, so this, in the last year, I've heard Stephen A. say he's hit the wall for the first time in his career. He's been working a whole long time, a whole lot of, and this is the first time he hit his wall. Interesting. And he was talking about the coverage he does for the network and how he's up late and up early. And it's like it's starting to add up a little bit. All right. Started his own podcast with no affiliations, no ownership from ESPN. Okay. That is a rare feat. Um, Ryan Clark, you know, he didn't start the pivot. He came in, obviously, with the pivot because it used to be before. But it's rare somebody under the umbrella just says, let me step out and do my own thing, right? Hmm, you know, that's tough. But he did that, so that's two things. Now he's openly recruiting Shannon Sharp. Why do I bring that up? Because there's two ways that go. In case of failure, you don't get Shannon Sharp. You can easily have now a court of public opinion or narrative going, oh man, did they do all they could to help Stephen A? Did they do all they could to get Shannon Sharp and help first take? Oh man, Stephen A could even, if he wanted to, go out there and say, yeah, we fell short. I don't know why. We have the resources. We should have been able to get them. Or they actually do get Shannon Sharp, right? And they bring him in and the contract is up. And Stephen A has been putting all these wonderful chess pieces in place for leverage, as he should, as you have to. And then he's like, oh, well, y'all got my heir apparent right here. And that is Shannon Sharp. 
Now, why do I bring up heir apparent? Because he has said, Stephen A. Smith, he wants to be the heir apparent of who? Jimmy Kimmel. He wants to be the next late night talk show host. Throw us all for a loop, he said, but also show you he has more muscles to flex, which I love as well. So he's already talking about his next gig if he could get it. Meanwhile, bringing in somebody who we all know will be capable of holding down the fort and continuing the legacy of first take if necessary. So there's no losing in this situation, man. It is crazy. So this whole chess match that I'm seeing wonderfully played by Stephen A. Smith, if I say so myself, um, how do you think it's going to play out? How do you think it's going to end? Do you think Shannon Sharp is going to first take? Do you even care? <laughs> like, you're going to watch Stephen A. and whoever out there, it don't matter, right? Uh, where do you think Shannon really is going to go? And what about the shade? Was that really shade? Why do we always got to qualify it like a shade or not shade? He's just speaking what we all saw, what we all witnessed, which was at times, unnecessarily, the undressing of a Hall of Famer for, I don't know, ratings, ego, viewership, etc. So let me know what you guys think about this in totality. We'll have some fun in the comments. Bang, bang, bang. What they do? Hearts like this? Where I'm from, that was Compton Crip. People getting jacked for that. <laughs> Stop. Stop banging out here, man. I saw too much growing up. All right, y'all. Friday Swagger Way. Get some of that love. Never shut up. Got to be a member to win that book. I'm going to tag it up, sign it out. People be having their own personalized. Can you write this? Dear Nancy, I still love, you know what I mean? Whatever you want in there, I'll write it. I don't give a damn. Here you go. You get one of these jerseys if you can guess when we go over 100K. Or you can get these playing cards. Or I might give you both. I don't know. Just exact day, exact time. We go over 100K. And make sure you find that post in the community section on our page. All right. Let's phone up some comments right now. Dan Snyder finds $60 million. Good Lord. The irony is if Dan had got a new stadium, Built this entire situation would have been under the rug. Damn. The bottom line numbers was the only issue and not the allegations. It is what it is. He said, basically, if he had got that new stadium built, we wouldn't even be talking about this. Woo! Ain't it crazy when you follow the money and all the different avenues and streets it takes you on? It's like this street says, if you spend all this money for this stadium, We'll forget a lot of your indiscretions. This one says if you try to get it out the public or don't build it, uh, somebody going to remind me of all the problems I really got with you. You get it? And sometimes we don't even sneeze at that. Police are great at that. They bring you in for interrogation. Oh, you make my job easier on me. Lighter sentence. You know, we'll, we'll give a recommendation for you. If you don't and I still figure it out and find out, that's your ass. Right? Isn't that crazy? That's how the game goes. So here's another one. If it was not enough. But he is rich and has some kind of dirt on the NFL. He got away for a long time and a slap on the wrist. Think about it. How big a stakes, how high stakes poker this is. He got away with a slap on the wrist at $60 million fine. Lose your franchise but make $6 billion. That's what we talking about right here. But he did have something on the NFL. Or at least he had a loud enough voice and a squeaky enough wheel that the NFL didn't want to roll where he was going to take him. You know what I mean? Even if you win the fight in NFL, you're going to know you've been in a fight with Dan Snyder. Don't think the NFL wanted to deal with it. See? That's what I was talking about with Deshaun Watson. I'm, uh, let's just get rid of that. You know what I mean? We ain't going to. When the last time y'all seen the NFL deposed in court? Colin Kaepernick was the closest, I think, of late. Cap had him on the hook. 
Settled. Didn't. Mm. And the fellas like, here you go. <laughs> we ain't trying to out ourselves in all these damn emails. Jaguars coach comes out as gay. Great video. I thought to myself, what's the big deal? No one cares if you're gay, but it's easy to forget the world has changed considerably. And some people cling to old prejudices and fears. Love your take. You have to accept yourself before anyone else will. Yeah, that's my advice. And I say it loud and proud to anybody who got a problem with who they are. I don't know. I see it with my kids. Uh, I don't want to say that, daddy, because then they won't like it. Then they ain't going to like it. Then you better say it. Here's the thing. You got to build up people. I don't care what you're going to list that too. You got to be yourself and you got to accept yourself and the resistance that comes from it. Because I'm going to tell y'all one thing. No matter who you're going to name, no matter who has walked this beautiful planet, everybody has dealt with a headwind. Everybody. What do they say all the time? Man, they even killed Jesus. <laughs> People say that all the time when they be like, man, everybody going to take some criticism. So if you're going to sit there and try to, my criticism going to be worse than yours, you're playing the wrong game. It's football everywhere you play in this world. Somebody is on the other side trying to defend and trying to come at you. You just got to deal with it. So I don't like that when I hear people say, oh, I was in the closet for pressure. Pressure everywhere, bro. <laughs> you better get out that closet and live your life. You ain't getting that time back. You must be true to yourself first. If you really want others around you to really understand and respect you and your beliefs. Salute. Exactly. Let's get to Wimby. Euro League more physical than the NBA. Old school NBA has been saying it for years. Thank you. Why we always try to kill somebody new like we ain't do our homework? Lucas Ben said that. Giannis Ben said that. Now he's saying that y'all all mad. Well, it look like y'all ain't mad at Luca and Giannis the way they play. Golly, they nailed that one. They've been balling. All right, here's one. Logic would tell you two summer league games is not a sufficient amount of time to comment on NBA gameplay. Yeah, I hear some of that. <clears throat> but... The rules are the rules. Maybe there's going to be more effort, more physicality, you think. But you can tell. It's like, all right, you go to a high school, right? Your freshman, sophomore year like me. Then you transfer. That first day I transferred from Westchester where all the pretty girls were. Whew, I shouldn't have left. Uh, and then I went to St. Monica's where all the smart kids were. I'm glad I went. I knew that from hello. Like my third period, I'm like, damn. Whew gonna be a different animal around here <laughs> like seriously do I need to be in the school for two years on graduation at the ceremony and finally say you know what I learned in the last two years this school is different man you know what it is from hell low what is that blink by Malcolm Gladwell soon as you feel it soon as you see it trust it it's real actually the Euro League is more physically the post style big men is gone in the NBA no one takes charges or challenges drives at the paint and star scorers don't play defense. Kobe, Jordan, Duncan, Shaq. What? <laughs> First of all, Kobe played defense. I, did I read this wrong? Jordan, hell of defense. Shaq, just him breathing is defense. His size is defense. Duncan, you might got something on Duncan, but I don't know. I don't know about that one. If that's your weakest link, that's pretty damn strong. I don't know about that comment right there. How that one sneak through? All right. Speaking of somebody who doesn't have to sneak through, let's bring on a Hall of Famer. And this Hall of Famer is wearing the crown. His name is Cobra, breaking it down. What's up, Cobra? What it do, baby? Hey, 
It feels good to be back. Uh, with no internet last week, I went soul searching. And can you imagine how hard it is to search for anything without the internet? Man, it, it was a struggle last week. Hold on. You seriously had no internet for an entire week? You were that experiment? It was weak. It was like, it, I, can, I can watch nothing on TV. It was buffering. It, it was a struggle, man. Oh, man. Hold on. Everyone out there, please. You can also save a life. You, for 99 cents a day, please donate to the Cobra Fund so we can have internet, so we can have our Hall of Famers. Cobra is an amazing guy. We know he spent a lot of money on the shirt with the patch, but still, two different colors. It takes you more than just us. Take a sure. And the watch. Look at the watch. All these things, but the Wi-Fi is not paid, guys. 99 cents a day. Save Cobra's Wi-Fi. I'm messing with you, big dog. Can't, what you got for me? Can't girl? live without it. Can't live without it. No, oh, man. Hey. I got two questions for you. You know, it's Make That Money Monday, Jeopardy-style questions. Uh, you know, I give you the answer. You give me the question. Uh, example, the answer would be the one person Keith Sweat is always at the mall with, and you will reply with, who is nobody, baby, right? And then you can elaborate <laughs> after that. <laughs> All right. so, okay, you go. are a nut. Oh, this is good. Let's do it. <laughs> All right, $300 question. Money's no object, right? The best person to replace Shannon Sharp on Undisputed. The best person. I'm not going to lie. I got three that pop out. Um, but let me, I got, I got Michael Irvin. No, I got four. Michael Irvin, Max Kellerman, T.O., and Stephen, uh, um, Steve Smith Sr. Ha! Who is Golly? Who is who is T.O.? Who is T.O.? Mm. I think T.O. T.O. Because T.O. First of all, people be like he don't know basketball. Shh. Have y'all seen T.O. play basketball? Okay, I guarantee you, he is better than everybody in the NBA. That's like the tenth to fifteenth player. Like every team's tenth best player. T.O. beating that dude. He should be on somebody's bench right now just collecting the easy check. Now, I'll, his knowledge of the game, I assume, is as good as the game he has. Football, oh, come on. Hall of Famer, et cetera. And ain't no punk. And gonna talk it. And get your popcorn ready. We know it's gonna be fireworks. I would say yep. him if you make me have to say it. All right. What else you got? All right. And your $500 question. That's a good answer. I agree with T.O. You need, I think you also need, you know, another athlete that's been there in the trenches so they can share that experience. So I agree with you on that one. Nah, right, nah, nah. I'm going to let you off that easy. Nah, uh. Okay. Let's bring it up. I, I don't go racial, but I know the dynamics. And some people internally are like, uh, unless it's a rotation, could Skip be there with Max? I say yes, but it seems like by design, they say no. What do you say? Well, I think, you know, Max is he's a great personality on TV, and I think they have some good com good conversations and nothing to do with race. I just think you need – you don't need, but all the media is going towards having another athlete. It could be a white athlete. Okay. It doesn't matter. But you need somebody that has that experience to say, nah, nah, Skip, you don't know because this happens, right? This is what really happens behind the lines. So that's what I think. So, so J.J. Reddick, could J.J. Reddick do it? Oh, yeah. Oh, that will be good. And JJ don't take anything either, so that'll be real good. <laughs> it's something about like they both great, and I don't think that's gonna be great. And I don't know what it is. I gotta think through it, but something about great and great. 
I hate. <laughs> it might not last. It might not last oh, like Shaq and Kobe or like T Mac and Vince Carter. It ain't gonna last, but it'll be good. There you go. There you go. All right, man. Uh, your five hundred dollar question. All right, so we know quarterbacks are important, but that's one player, right? That's one player. The number of wins Aaron Rodgers and the Jets get this season. Mm. Um, since there are seventeen games now. Took me about a whole year to stop messing that up on air. I was like, God dang, do the math, carry the one. What is it? Um, they went 11. Um, Jets got squad, mm. bro. They went 11. Um, look, that's a division, too. Buffalo, let's go, Buffalo. Miami got doubt. New England just always a thorn in your side, even if you beat them. Uh, I, I, but I say 11 because you know why? I seen it happen already in training camp. Aaron Rodgers, when fully activated, that means he's locked in which he normally is, but he's bought in because he got the receivers he needs. Dog, mm-hmm. the plan B of every play is going to be insane. I already saw it with Wilson in one play. He was supposed to run a post, and then he ran the post. It was covered, broke off the post, came back to the corner. DB fell down, toe tap, touchdown. I was like, that's going to happen a lot. So they're going to be good on plan E because they're going to be rhythmic. They're going to have him being methodical. But the plan B of him, God, doubt they're going to be wearing defenses out. Nothing worse than you are prepared before the snap because you know what they're going to do. All right, in this formation, this is what they run. Okay, we're ready for all the wrinkles out of that. We've seen it all. We studied up. And then the play breaks down. And now, coach looking at you like, oh, that's on you, bro. Instincts kick in. But it's not that you don't have the instincts. It's that you and your teammates don't have the chemistry with those instincts. Yep. Right? I'm doing this. You doing that. We ain't together. There goes the symphony. There goes the orchestra. It don't sound too good. And Aaron Rodgers is going to be like, yeah, and you can't defend that all the time. Somebody going to get it. If not, everybody going to get it. So I say 11 wins, man. Well, Vegas got them at nine. I'm going to go one above that. I think they're going to win 10 this week, uh, next season. So, hey, thanks for having me on once again, man. We got to do this more often. Oh, man, that's on you. That's on you and your Wi-Fi. Don't be trying to blame me like that's I'm over it. here keeping you out. Yeah, no. I'm, t- I'm talking to the viewers that. to start pitching in. That's what I'm talking to. <laughs> Appreciate right, you, Cobra. That's love. Yeah. Man, now, who y'all going to trust? Vegas, Cobra, or me? Yeah, they're going to win nine games. I'm with Vegas. <laughs> All right, let me go. All right, y'all. Y'all know how we end every show. We end it with a Wiley-ism. Yeah. Brought to you by Project Transition. I just like saying that now, like one of them corny commercials. Let's get through this one right here. Win through actions, not arguments. Woo-wee. I had to learn that the hard way, and I think I'm still learning because uh, sometimes you can catch me out, my voice will go because I'm talking to you to death about trying to win this conversation, win this argument. When in reality, whatever we're talking about is going to be supported in substance by your actions. So why am I arguing? Why am I trying to convince you? Raise your hand if you're guilty of that. Raise your other hand if you're still doing it and you're still guilty. <laughs> I mean, you just get somewhere and you're like trying to correct someone's behavior. Like human beings are wired. Like we always can see another situation, usually with greater clarity, right? It crystallized for me about you, but it's a little foggy about you, about yourself, right? And you're over there trying to help your boy out, just chopping up wood left and right. And this sucker, like, this just happened to me. One of my boys was talking about, he went on the spiritual journey and he really went inside himself. 
you know, and I was sitting there listening to him, but he says he's my boy, you know, I ain't lying. And I was like, boring. And he was like, what you mean, man? I, I, I've come through revelations. I was like, boring. I was like, these ain't revelations. You just ain't winning like you want to in life. And now you're looking inside yourself. I.E. You ever see somebody go to jail or prison? Suckers find everything's revealed all of a sudden. I don't found everybody. <laughs> you don't found all kind of religions and all this. Why? Part of it is because they ain't winning. So all of a sudden, they, to find that strength, to find a connection and a bond, they look elsewhere, right? All I'm saying is in a situation like this, yo, actions, actions, not arguments, not listening to my boy lie to me about his revelations. Fool, you 50. You knew that before. You just didn't care before because you were out here winning. <laughs> now you don't feel like you're winning the same. And all of a sudden, oh, oh. And then we got to have these arguments all the time about what I need to do now. Oh, I got to change now because you done changed. What did Tupac say about that change? He was like, I ain't mad at you. But at the same time, dog, I am judging you by your actions. And frankly, my judgment is not going to be too condemning because I love you, big dog. So just remember when you're on one side of it, whether you're the one that's coming around trying to win all the arguments. No, but I'm really like this. I'm really like this. Or you the one that's sitting there like, I hear you, but no matter where you are in this conversation, just remember, there's something that's keeping the score, <laughs> right? Something that's really moving the chains, and it ain't those words, right? So if you're going to win that game, win through actions, not arguments. All right, y'all. That'll do it for more to it. Check the show notes for all the information on our topics today. Today! Want to keep the conversation going? Let's talk. Find me on all socials at Marcellus Wiley. More to is a production of Dan Patrick Productions, Dad Dude Entertainment, and Workhouse Media. Show is executive produced by Dan Patrick, Marcel Swally, Paul Anderson, and Nick Panella. Thanks for all the love, ratings, and subscriptions, and reviews, membership to Wally's World on YouTube. Keep it coming because there's more coming from more to it. Talk to y'all hella soon. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now.